0: Hey, it's Jenna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. If you're a returning listener, now's a really good time to head to the podcast page of Apple or Spotify and leave your five-star review. Hello and good morning. How are you today? Welcome in. I am ready. I am sitting here at the kitchen table. It's a beautiful, beautiful blue skyed Eastern Nova Scotia morning. And uh, you can just smell the ocean in the air, even though I'm not quite on the coast. Um, I'm just loving it. So I really wish you were here. Obviously, you are here. You're at my table with me. And I'm in your ears right now. We're we're having this tarot read. We're having this chat. But I do dearly wish you were just here with me as well, experiencing what I'm experiencing at the same time as me, and getting you know whatever you would get from that. Um, I miss these these table sits with those close to me or those curious about me or those brand new people um, who, you know, tarot is something people get so interested in because it's really out of the box. It's really something, you know, depending on um, who you surround yourself with. I think a lot of people, it's something way out there for them. You know, if you're in the circles, it doesn't feel that way. Um, but when you're out of it, it it feels that way. I remember finding tarot and being very skeptical and not understanding it at all. Um, but it's a beautiful thing. I actually had my, um, my partner, Kyle, um, his mom approached me about it. And I always love when, uh, people that are older than I am, um, are interested and wanna know what it's about. I think it's really cool to just continue to learn new things uh, no matter how old you are. Uh, so that was that was really fun. That was really cool to, to know that there was curiosity there. Um, oh, just so cool, just so cool. So things are coming together out here and I really don't have a lot to say. I feel I posted on Instagram yesterday morning the way I felt, which was, you know, somehow I woke up and felt more real. And I felt like less of a a construct, less of an image, and more of a real person. And right now, um, one of the things I'm experiencing is a deep curiosity to see myself, witness myself through the Enneagram again. Now that I know um, that the Enneagram is so much deeper than what we see on Instagram, my my portal through was just a lot of Instagram posts about what the best gift for the Enneagrams would be and what they want in love and just these kind of fun surface level things. And being around people who are deep diving into enneagram. Got me curious. Isn't that always the way? We're around people who are just doing their thing. They're modeling their passion, and we just cannot help but get ignited into curiosity around it. And I've always thought of myself as a one, I've tested a one at my, in my late 20s. Um, that perfectionism tendency, that really organized, that always into self development, trying to be always right. And lately I've been testing and not just testing, but also um, also noticing so much of how I've driven to be a type three and not in the sense that, you know, I'm out there hustling, but that the underlying reason that I do things well is not so I can be right but so that other people can see I'm right or other people um, will approve of me or even want to be me, which is a very vulnerable thing to share with you. But these things are so real. um, And we often don't choose them. They're thrust upon us. And it's our job to be real about, you know, the way that we have learned to function. And so I've been doing some reading and some deep dives into uh, more spacious, thoughtful Enneagram teachers uh, than what's online or at least um, into their real work. Obviously, a lot of them are online and, and that's been really interesting. And that's one of the things with the three is, you know, to become more real of who they are versus, you know, we kind of adapt as a three to be what people need us to be not for them, but for us. (laughs) Because we want that approval. Um, Threes want that approval. Um, And they want people to want to emulate them um, and idealize them. Um, And they do things well, because they're pragmatic, not because they're perfectionists. And they will cut corners. Um, If it means that the end product still looks the same and that that can really be me, Um, especially growing up, Um, you know, to just make sure it looked good was what I was taught. So, Um, but it makes sense. My mom, I'm sure is an Enneagram one. You know, she does all the details, whether people see it or not. Um, And very much the perfectionist. So um, it makes sense that I would be living under that shadow for a while into my 20s. So that's what I'm experiencing. Wondering what you are up to, wondering where your thoughts are, especially today, we have a sword card on the table. And so where are our thoughts going, especially about ourselves and the way our heart works? Really consider that like how is my mind telling me or what is my mind doing right now in its relationship with my heart? Is it disassociating? Is it supporting? What is it doing? Is it shaming? Is it celebrating? What is it doing? Really, you know, more and more, what is real? Not just what you hope or in this moment, you're like, yesterday I said this, but what is it doing more often, most often? what is natural and what is intentional we're going to talk about this <clears throat> so what are you experiencing with your with your mind right now i'm going to have some of this chicory dandelion blend here <clears throat> it's so frothy just love it Okay, so we have an interesting reading today because it feels like a continuation reading. It feels like we're all evolving on this death and rebirth path that we're on from Scorpio um, energy and eclipse Um, because we have the judgment card as our self-abandonment card today. Um, And that is exactly the same, I think, as I want to say May 16th. It's the episode called Rebirth and it was just from a few days ago. And so we're we're actually experiencing the same card again. And so I'm gonna talk about it again today, but I really want to stress the importance that if you're just arriving here and you've missed some episodes, to go back and in fact, pause and go back right now. And listen to that rebirth episode. You can always come back to this one like later in your day or next, or you know, even like tomorrow um, or tonight, sometime, something like that. I mean, I don't know what time you're (laughs) listening to this, um, but you know what I mean? Further down the line, just a bit down the line, uh, because so much of that discussion was all about the theme of self-abandoning by rushing the rebirth, the life part after the death part, after the Scorpio energy. Because judgment is the 20 card and death is the 13 card. And so there are seven more, there are seven energies in between Um, let's see, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, so six, not counting them. So there's six more energies. There's six more phases and seasons for us to actually go through and experiences for us to go through before we actually get to the new calling, which is judgment. Judgment says you've been living in the death and it's time to live. It's time to go through the birth portal. You've been in gestation. You've been developing slowly. Nobody has been seeing it or it's just like these inklings, this growing. And then all of a sudden judgment comes in and calls this new part of you forth. And f- that last part of you um from that death phase, that last version, that last little bit you're holding on to of that just fades off. And all of a sudden, like, here I am, I am this new person. And you move into the 21 card and you've integrated everything that's happened and you're living from that place where you've digested your past and you let it, um you let all the old versions of you give you energy. And support this new version of you. And so that's what judgment is. And when it's in itself abandonment, as we talked about, it means that we are trying to rush through. We're trying to get to it. It's like we experience the death and then we want the rebirth immediately after. And that today is part of the mind. And today judgment is matched impaired in our self returning with the three of swords. If you're unfamiliar with the three of swords, a lot of the imagery or a lot of the traditional imagery is of a heart being pierced by three swords in kind of a storm, in storm energy. And so there's this mix of the heart, which feels a lot more like cups. And this, this, these swords and air energy, and air energy when it is angry, and air energy when it is stormy. You know, those, those harder, more difficult emotional experiences. Things like pain, things like confusion, uh, things like, oh, self blame. Uh, things like the inner critic. And so there's this real energy here today that we're working through of why, why we want to kind of rush this this judgment, this rebirth, this new calling out of our next selves. And judgment I don't think I used this word last time, but the more, now that I'm seeing it again and I'm seeing it in a new context, it feels like our abandonment around judgment is bypassing. That there is something in us, usually fear. Fear is often at the base of most things. If you get down further enough, down far enough, so much of the patterns we have the behavior we participate in that you know we end up regretting or didn't work out for us or we're not proud of or out of integrity so much of it is driven by fear if you move further down and keep asking yourself what's there it usually ends up with fear. And you can actually keep getting further into the fear down to the very base and the foundation of it. And so judgment today is about bypassing and wanting to bypass the fear and step directly into a rebirth. And what that does, and I I kind of hinted and talked about that in the last episode as well, is that that can actually that can actually set us back. That that behavior actually stops a rebirth process. And it's a little bit self-sabotaging. Because when we try to bypass those six experiences that come after um, ego deaths, identity deaths of ourselves, um, where we're like, oh, I can't be this version of myself anymore. I, I can fully see what needs to go now. And that's tough. That's painful. Um, often we get into self crit- critique. It feels raw. You know, it feels vulnerable. Um, it, it's a hit to our pride usually and hit to our ego, but it needs to go. Um, the more ego deaths you can experience, the more you're stepping into a truer, real version of yourself. And so <laughs> when we try to bypass all of the phases and that gestation period in between, that sort of like pregnancy time between death and birth, what happens is we actually didn't get any of the experiences and we didn't integrate the process of a rebirth. And so what we're doing is we're acting out a rebirth. We're re-imaging a rebirth. We are um, creating a persona of a rebirth or a mask of rebirth. But inside of us, nothing really feels changed. And so it begins to be a very external like a person acting the part and then of course we feel imposter syndrome because we actually falsely created that that actually we are play acting it and so we can't bypass Um and I'll kind of stop there so we can talk uh, more about this three of swords, but I really wanted to share that that evolving message of our self- abandonment in rushing our rebirth with the judgment card okay, so what does this now have to do with the three of swords? you know it, really I feel like the self-returning cards next to judgment are telling us what we shouldn't be rushing, what we're trying to bypass that we need to slow down and allow and so the three of swords is really about, you know, it is swords. So it's about the mind. And it's about how our mind is actually attempting to guide us away, to disassociate us from, to bypass from things that have us feeling and things that have us in our heart around this. And so think of the things that might feel painful, that might be uncomfortable, Um, that might be unprocessed yet, that we're going to have to sort of enter our heart, put our mental focus on what's in our heart and actually process us through it. And the three of of swords is less about, it's a warning. It's a warning that when we are participating with the swords as the leader, it's us wanting to fix something, right? Our mind is jumping into force solutions or fix the pain within us, fix the discomfort, fix what's unprocessed, even bypass it, right? Like, oh, this is just better if I just disassociate and put this at arm's length and, and pretend that this isn't as bad as it is or that this doesn't feel as strongly as it does. And there's there's a real calling a real calling in the 3 of swords to slow down and to process and to drop into your heart and to actually honor what part of you has been wounded before and and presently and you know, this is when our feelings get hurt. This is when we process grief. This is when we consider and come to terms with disappointment and resentment. Um, resentment, always a reminder that that's envy, that you envy the way other people get to act when you don't allow yourself to act that same way. And so we are processing all of these things and we process to let go. We don't process to fix. And that's the big thing, because so much of this is our own self critique. You know, so much of the swords entering the heart is our mind, you know, critiquing us, our mind saying, let's not go there. Our mind wanting to disassociate, our mind wanting to make up a different story than what's real. But all those attempts, anytime our mind takes control in that way of, you know, what we feel, it is it, it is an attempt to bypass. Because it's so much easier to think about something than to drop into our body f- and feel it. And, you know, we, we know we're doing that when our body starts to experience our emotions and we see physical symptoms, physical manifestations of that. So when I'm sad and I'm really let myself drop into my body in that sadness, what do I do with my body? I cry, right? I cry. And so there's a physical manifestation that I'm actually moving through this emotion physically. You know, when I'm angry, when I drop into my body, I might notice my fists clenching and I might notice heat in my face and I might want to punch pillows and, and different things and lash out, hopefully in safe ways, you know, uh, not always in the moment, but safely at some point, you know, our voice might raise. And, and that's a true manifestation of the emotion you're feeling and you're processing through it. Um, obviously, we get to um, decide how to react or how to respond, but we shouldn't do that to the point where we don't get to be in our body, that we don't get to be processing these things. Uh, so that's just really important to to consider. And I think the the big call today with the three of swords is to really watch what's happening in our head when it comes to the everyday little emotional upheavals that we experience. Because in doing that, now we're starting to process the death part. You know, because the death comes and we see it. There's that instant of seeing it, that Scorpio. Let me, let, Scorpio energy is like, let me show you what you're really doing here. <laughs> It's the witnessing, it's the seeing of it, it's the awakening. Now we need to process that. You know, after the death card is the temperance card. It's about moderating, it's about finding internal balance. And we do that... You know, if you notice in tarot temperance often has two cups and the stream is often being poured back and forth into each other. And that is just a symbol of us trying to find an emotional balance by continuing to process what's going on within us. We're constantly moving our emotions around and what's in our heart around inside of us. And in that slowly things come into balance because we've processed. And so each day it it is a intentional act. And I think today is a big day for it. Whenever you're listening to this, you know, this is coming for you that it's so important today to not disassociate from how you feel and to let your body Experience what you want to experience and drop into your heart and let your heart really do a lot of the work here. You know, a rebirth is actually not always about the mind doing the work. It's about the heart doing the work. The heart leads the way. The spirit leads the way. The mind learns the new way. Let me say that again. The heart leads the way. The spirit leads the way. The body leads the way. And the mind learns the new way. And I think what we try to do, and I think it's great, I think we need to use the mind, but we're so overly focused right now on the mind leading, on the let's just change our mindset. And I tell you, there are things that no amount of mindset work has yet to shift in me. But when I lead with my heart, my spirit, and my body, in a different direction, my mind starts to learn something new about who I am. Our mind needs proof of who we are becoming before it will tell us that that's real, before it will believe it. We can tell ourselves all we want, but there will be a voice inside you that says that's not true. You know, you don't do that. Your mind knows what's real. There's a part of your mind that knows exactly what's real for you. And so just doing the mindset work, this is saying that this is beyond that. This rebirth we're going through is beyond that. And so continually drop into your heart, especially today, and let your heart lead and let your mind learn what your heart is processing. Um, And let your mind learn from your heart and not vice versa. Yeah. (laughs) I want to stop there. That feels like a really good point to leave on. And so today, just doing that, just see if you can harness your mind to just be reminders and and not processors. Uh, Let your mind just remind you, drop into your heart, drop into your heart. Let that be the only thing that your swords here and your communication with yourself here does when you look at the card it looks like the swords were dropped from the top into the heart and so let your let your mind be the thing that reminds you to drop in to the rest of your body and especially to your heart today and lead from there and process from there and be be with your emotions that is the portal through all right feels like a big day uh get a lot of water Give yourself a lot of love. Get what you need today. I care about you. And I hope to see you again at my tarot table for our daily spiritual practice. And I will see you again tomorrow. Bye, love. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then.